I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Heat up the hot stove a little bit as we head for the end of the year and turn the page and uh, get that Twins Winter Caravan underway. Twins Fest into January. Twins Fest is back and then the countdown to spring training and one of the guys who will be covering it Phil Miller from the Star Tribune joins us here on News Talk, A3O-WCCO. Phil joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Phil, it's been a while. Happy holidays to you and your family. Same to you, Steve. I had a laugh. Hot stove uh, league. Uh, It's 10 degrees outside, and the Twins uh, have made like two moves all winter. What what is hot about this? Yeah, it it has been quiet. Do you get the sense that they put – too many eggs in the Carlos Correa basket uh, that it was just kind of Correa or buzzed this off season. It sure appears that way. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know that I'd say they put too many eggs in the basket. That's a basket that they never, ever explore. And uh, because, uh, because they of their experience with Carlos Correa this last season, because um, they realized they could afford him. Uh, basically, uh, they they gave it a shot. Um, they uh, they just loved what he did here. Loved the effect that he had on the team. Didn't uh, turn them into a winner, but uh, that wasn't his doing. Uh, but I think that the Twins. I, you know, they said as much at the end of the season. I think the Twins, uh, Correa aside, were always pretty happy with the. Uh, the team that they had and the development that they were uh, that that they were seeing, aside from the injuries and the injuries really scuttled the team. This is a an unpopular view among the fan base who just sees two straight losing seasons and wants you know wants them to pour in millions of dollars that uh, that that the Twins don't often do. I can under sure understand being frustrated with that, but they said at the beginning of the off season this wasn't going to be uh, a uh, a big overhaul that that they felt like the team that was in first place much of the year um, is the team that they have when they're healthy. Phil Miller joining us from the Star Tribune, StarTribune.com. Carlos Correa in this whole situation, the, the 13-year, $350 million contract, the Giants get cold feet, don't like the medical reports, and all of a sudden Correa, his agent, Scott Boris, get a deal with the Mets. The Mets still haven't signed off on the medical reports on Correa. What do we really know about that? Did the Twins have concerns about Correa? Because when they got that deal done, it was for three years. There was the opt-out after one, and it became pretty clear that you know Correa was going to opt out after one year and explore free agency. But nevertheless, 
the Twins were still giving them a ton of money. They must have had some sort of inkling that, you know, there 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 were some problems. Yeah, well, they knew that uh, that he was only going to be there for one year, so they're right. That you, yeah. so you're right. They're they're looking at that as a as a one year contract, and uh, and uh, you know he 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 underwent a physical for them. He underwent a physical for the insurance company because, of course, they insured the other two years of that seventy million dollars in case uh, something catastrophic happened and that and that he would be unable to play. But you know, in a, in a one-year contract, you're, you figure you can bear any uh, um, problems. Any uh, you know, even if he gets hurt on the first day, you can afford that. I'll tell you one thing that occurred to me uh, about Car- Carlos Correa as soon as the Giants backed out of that deal. Early in the season, I noticed that he hadn't even attempted a stolen base in three years, and you know, he's not a speedster but he's not a slow guy either but he had never even tried to steal a base in three years um he he basically stopped three years into his career and i asked him uh and i wrote a story about this uh you know why don't you even try and he said there are so many things that can go wrong when you try to steal a base you uh you you know guys guys who hurt their hands almost always uh, do it uh sliding into bases um it's just Risk reward. I'm too valuable a player. I went. I did the math. The team is hurt if I get hurt, and that is a good way to get hurt. So I'm not going to do it. Didn't. Uh, so I wrote about it. It was interesting, and he didn't try to steal a base until the last week of the season. They were in Kansas City. I barely noticed at the time. Well, I did notice it, but I didn't give any thought to it. He tried to steal a base when I hit and run and was thrown out, and he winced and he. He got up and he limped a little bit and he, he walked away and you could see something was wrong with his right leg, but, uh, but he stayed in the game and uh, got through it. Well, that right leg is the one that was badly, badly broken uh, about eight years ago uh, in the minor leagues. And it is the leg that uh, is giving the giants and now the Mets uh, a little pause. Clearly he was that injury while while he's played through it and has never gone on the injured list because of it, uh, it's there's something there enough from that injury in the minor leagues to uh, to give teams pause. And ironic that he tried to steal one base this year, the first time in three years, and he kind of hurt that right leg. And wow. and I wonder if that made teams notice and uh, and look a little more closely. Miller joining us from the start. You've been talking Twins. Uh, they, they, they did pick up a catcher. They, they picked up a player from the Reds that can play a little shortstop. You, you would think with, with Correa playing elsewhere, wherever that ends up being, uh, with the Mets or, or someone else when all the dust settles, and then uh, Royce Lewis, you, you would assume, is, is the shortstop of the future and would eventually take over that role. Yeah, and spring training in, the, in April are going to be important for Royce to establish not only that he's back, but that he's still a shortstop, and that's gonna—he's gonna have to prove that uh, to them. I think uh, you know um, you can come back from uh, uh, having your knee rebuilt, but man, when you do it twice, do you still have the lateral quickness? Do you still, uh, um, you know, have you lost some of the speed? Can you still uh, play shortstop at the at the very highest level? You know that is one thing that the Twins are going to be looking at pretty closely. But uh, you know he, he's not he's not expected back until late June or July, so uh, they will have to get through a few months 
um, with Kyle Farmer or Nick Gordon, or I know some fans have suggested Jorge Polanco, but the Twins uh, a couple years ago decided that uh, that he's better off playing second base. They might make a trade for uh, another stopgap, but uh, I I think that uh, they're still heavily invested in Royce Lewis or Brooks Lee, who uh, in just two months after the draft made it all the way to Double A, could be uh, could be the shortstop by the end of the season and beyond. And uh, Phil, one of the things we do know is that there there's some good news on the starting pitching front, I- experienced. Uh, starting pitching depth on paper at the moment. It's still December. Uh, spring training hasn't started, but y- you would think by the time pitchers and catchers report, uh, a guy like Kent Maeda will be good to go, ready to go. On the first day of spring training uh, is uh, how it was described to me last time I asked about Kent Maeda. He is back. He is uh, he's 100% and, uh, and ready to go through a normal spring. So that is, uh, you know, he's getting up there now. I think mean, he's 34 years old, so, so we'll see uh, how uh, how soon it takes him to uh, get back to being the old Kenta. But uh, you know that 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 is, uh, I think, the really telling thing is that the Twins did not and and rarely have uh, brought in uh, big time uh, starting pitchers. I think they uh, inquired about them, but they feel confident. We'll see if it's true. They feel confident that they are finally about to develop some pitchers uh, from the system. And, uh, you know, we saw a few of those guys uh, this year. Simeon Woods Richardson uh, came up and uh, pitched at the end. Um, they had uh, uh, Louis Varland that uh, they think is uh, going to be a big leaguer. And Bailey Ober, you know, only pitched, uh, I don't even think he pitched a dozen games this year, but they see him as a middle of the rotation guy. It's, it's uh, it's a lot of confidence in your system and your development. Not to uh, they they haven't even gone out and get the stopgap guys this year, like uh, Chris Archer or Dylan Bundy a year ago. Um, they they seem pretty pretty satisfied with the uh, pitching staff that they've put together in the minor leagues. But boy, it's a big jump uh, between minor leagues and the big leagues. Yeah, it, it, just just looking at you know a five man rotation or or how many starters they pencil in, that they have some options there, and uh, it, it looks like they have some power arms for the end of the game. We we, we saw that certainly in 2022. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pitching improvement, and certainly the bullpen, which, you know, re- really hurt this club when they had a chance to get some breathing room, and we, we talked about that a number of times. Um, and then in everyday lineup, once again, so health. Uh, dependent Byron Buxton how many games will Byron Buxton be available is a, another one of those gigantic question marks that you know w- we can also get into Phil yeah uh, and the we, we just don't know you're, it, it it was an, an, a very unusual year for the number of injuries and, the, and and it's clear the twins front office uh is got that in mind and when they evaluate the team that this isn't the team I remember uh their showdown series in Cleveland where they were four games back and had to, and at five in Cleveland and had to make their move. And I walked into the clubhouse and I looked at the lineup and it had uh, Gio Urshela batting third and Nick Gordon batting fourth and uh, Bailey Ober coming back after three months uh, on the injured list. And I, I just looked at the lineup and thought, 
what are we doing here? It's yeah, not. It's sure. not even. Uh, it's not even the real Twins team. You mentioned the bullpen. I do think uh, they feel uh, pretty good about Yon Duran uh, and the career he has in front of him. Putting uh, putting together a couple more arms behind him, I think, is still to be done. Uh, I I do think the bullpen uh, cries out for uh, more uh, for a couple more options, a couple more late inning options than uh, than they have right now. I'd put that ahead of starting pitching. Well, Phil, always good to visit with you. A happy new year uh, to you and yours, and uh, hopefully we can visit again in the new year. When it's hotter. Thank yeah, you. there you go. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Phil. Yep. There he is, Phil Miller, Star Tribune. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 